Slide to the weekend now, November 16. We're brought to you every day by River Wind. Toby and TJ back with you. We're headed out tomorrow to Provo. Looking forward to hanging tomorrow night, TJ, with the uh, OU Club of Utah. I didn't know there was such a thing. How many people do you think are in the OU Club of Utah? Oh, I would say uh, in the hundreds. Really? Yeah, I would think so. And I'm not saying that's how many will show for that event, but I'm saying overall, I bet it's in the hundreds. Oh, uh, I bet every state's club that has one is in the hundreds at least, and some would be in the thousands. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I, 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 there's OU fans everywhere. I mean, you make a good point. There's OU fans everywhere. So maybe you're right. Well, we're going to uh, – Sooner Radio Crew is going to go party with them tomorrow night. I just hope there's a dance floor. That's what I'm hoping. No, they're making one just for you. Yes. Do they dance in Salt Lake City? Is that something that they do? Uh, we'd have to ask Kevin I Bacon. I don't them. know. I'm not. I know some of the Mormon rules, but I don't know all the Mormon rules. I'm not sure if dancing is against the against the rules or not. Um, I, I guess that wouldn't apply. Like Salt Lake City doesn't necessarily. I think they got. Plenty of places you can get in trouble in Salt Lake City. I think everything <laughs> out there is church-owned. Um, yeah, 11 a.m., uh, 10 a.m. Mountain Time, Saturday morning. Here we go. Football, uh, our pregame coverage starts at 7 for you from the stadium, Lavelle Edwards Stadium, which once OU and Texas leave will be the largest stadium in the Big 12 Conference. 63,000, is that what we decided the other day? Yep. That's still crazy to think about. What's the smallest stadium in the SEC? I mean, I'll look this up, but what's your guess? Um, I would say Vanderbilt. Yeah, what what would be next? That makes a lot of um, sense. I would say after that, I'm running through the schools in my head. Maybe Missouri. Stand by. I like that. Faroe Field is what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting someone as I'm thinking through this. Vanderbilt, 40350 Now, they're doing some renovations, so maybe that's going to change a little bit. Yeah, they've but. got that whole end zone just tore apart. So Kentucky, 61000 oh, I'd never thought about Kentucky, yeah. I mean, OU and Texas will slot in here somewhere. So Kentucky, 61000 13th. 12, Mississippi State, just over 61000 
So I BYU thought, I thought they were bigger, bigger than, than those that. three. Huh. Uh, for Rowe Field, 62,000, Missouri. That's 11th currently. Ole Miss, 64,000. I know, in your head, all these SEC stadiums are 200,000 people, and they just have I'm incredible atmospheres. Yeah, I'm a little and shocked And it's impossible to win at any of them because no, they're the SEC. I did honestly think that Ole Miss and Mississippi State held more than that. I would have guessed more high 70s, so those two are surprising to me. So BYU, which will be the largest stadium seating capacity-wise in the Big 12, would be... Uh, right behind Ole Miss, so they would be 11th in the current SEC, 13th in the new SEC. Oh, that, that's something, right? Number nine, Arkansas, 76,000. Number eight, South Carolina, 80,000. Number seven, Auburn, 87,000. So we would fit in right behind Auburn, uh, eighth. We'd be ninth once Texas jumps in. We'll be ninth in the new SEC, seeding capacity-wise. Number six, Florida, 88,000, the Swamp. Number five, Georgia, 92,000. Number four, Alabama, 101. What's uh, Texas? Is it right at 100? It's right at it, yeah. I think it's 101, something like that. LSU's 102. Number two, Tennessee's 102, just slightly more. And Texas A&M, slightly more than that, 102. They're number one. Who's going to be the next Texas A&M head coach? Uh, Lincoln Riley. You believe that? No, or hoping no, for that? I don't believe that. I don't know who it'll be. I, that rumor's starting to float out there. In fact, the joke's already started that he didn't have pneumonia that week. He was uh, interviewing for the job, and they wanted to make sure he was in and would fire Grinch before they would offer it to him. So I see all that floating around there. He would kill his career if he went to A&M. Not, not only Why? because he wouldn't win there, but you can't jump from OU to USC. You can, you can sell that to recruits. Like it's, You're going from one big-time program to another that has history, that's won national titles. You couldn't then jump from Oklahoma to USC to Texas A&M in a, uh, what would that be, a four-year window period? And... Expect that not to drastically hurt you. That every coach is saying three years, right? Uh, there would be three. It would be less than that, yes. But I'm saying by the time he gets started, wouldn't it be four? Well, I mean, this is Brent's second year. Yeah, so Brent would so be going next to his year. Third. Would be his third year. If you're saying Lincoln's, I got gonna be you. There I got you. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just, I just think that everyone would use that against him and say you could never trust this guy to be somewhere. He gets antsy. He he ups and leaves your kids. Uh, the the dangling of the NFL is always there. It I just think it would kill his career. I just money money aside, I just don't think it's a move he could make. He can make the jump to the NFL, which is what I think he'll do. Um, uh, but he can't jump to A and M. You can't justify going from Oklahoma USC to A and M. You just can't. I don't think he'll go there either for different reasons. Uh, you make some good points, not very many, but some. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, one, if the family wanted to be by the ocean, you're not taking the family right back to College Station, Texas. No, unless the Ugh. family realized we don't like it out here by the ocean. We want back to our Texas roots. Okay. But, no, you're right. Not a lot of people get out to the ocean and live in a house like he's got. And <laughs> Want say, to get away nah, from it? <laughs> not for me. That's probably true. I mean, you know. 
Um, I, I don't think he could handle it. And I think he knows that. I don't think he could handle being in the SEC. And I think he knows that. And I don't know if that's yeah. no, I agree one with of that the reasons too. he left OU or not. But he is sensitive and, and defensive. And, you know, it would be right back into a similar pressure cooker to what he had at Oklahoma. So I don't think he's I don't think he would be interested. Although I think he likes having his name out there, but his next job will be an NFL job. Yeah, I agree with that his next job will be that too. Although I'll say this A and M's been I'm known to throw it, around it dumb awesome. money. They've been known to throw around dumb money and sometimes you can't say no to dumb money. I mean, How many ranches would they be willing to offer him before he can't <laughs> turn it down? Uh, a lot, a lot, I would think. But no, I, I I think it's going to be a splashy name like that. I, like I said yesterday, it's I don't think it's, it's not going to be some coordinator that may would come in and do a tremendous job and may be the most successful coach A&M's ever had because they just can't look at it that way. They think they're Lincoln Riley. They think they're Urban Meyer. They think they're Dabo. They think they're let's throw money towards Nick Saban. They think that's who they are. And uh, so they would never go the route of a coordinator, I don't think. Teddy Maybe they'll shock really- the world. Teddy said something really smart yesterday that I'm going to disagree with. Teddy said, or recently anyway, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, you can't pay $76 million to a guy to fire him to go hire Mike Elko or somebody that most people don't know. Right. Like, you got to go make a splashy hire. If you're going to pay that much money, you got to go get a name Mm -hmm. that is going to excite people. And while that makes a lot of sense and would be absolutely true, at 98% of the schools in America, Texas A&M will find a way to screw this up. Texas A&M will say, we're going to pay the $76 million because we can go get a big name and then not be able to go get a big name. You know what I mean? Like they may, they are going to have to, they might have to settle for Kalen DeBear or whatever his name is at Washington or Mike Elko or something that is a good solid coach but doesn't fire up the fan base because they've overestimated their pulling power. We can go get Nick Saban if we throw enough money at him. We can go get Dan Lanning if we throw enough money at him. Lincoln Riley, name the big name. Lane Kiffin. We're at Texas A&M. Have you seen our facilities? Anybody's going to want to coach here. Absolutely. We got chance. We got guys in white jumpsuits that have cool cheers. We got a dog. We got a graveyard. We're Texas A&M. Everybody's going to want to come coach here because it's a top 10 job and it's just waiting to win national championships. That's what they think. Is this name sexy enough? Mike Gundy. Gosh, can you imagine? That's why I'm imagining. That's why I'm asking. That would be so amazing. <laughs> I mean, the teams have flirted with him. I now he's in a different situation with the conference the way it is. Question. Yeah. Does his quirky personality turn them off, or is that right up their alley? That's right up their alley. And obviously, with some of his political beliefs and different things, definitely right up the alley. Um yeah, you think that factors into it? 
I think it does with some of their I boosters. Go yes, hire a coach. I think it does. Is in line. With I me. do with some of their boosters. I honestly yeah, do so. think that. Maybe so. <laughs> Who'd you vote for? Um, maybe. I mean, I he, heard that name. He's a big around. name. He's successful. He's obviously done a tremendous job this year. And like I said, in years past, he's used it to get more money out of OSU and flirted with Tennessee and Arkansas thing. and some of these others. But now he's in a different situation. Your conference isn't in the same standing no. and doesn't isn't thought about in the same way now suddenly with well, those two programs. He would have to play OU again, though. He would have to play him again. Uh, even if he's not in the hunt, I'm surprised he hasn't got his name in the hunt and get a raise out of it yet. The Joes, who you said has been busy, says uh, Gundy not big on NIL, and that's what A&M is predicated on. I, that's part of it, yeah. That That's the one thing that might would hold him back. But he's also never had the access to money in the way that A&M would give him access to it. So maybe his tone would change on that. I think he downplays some of the NIL because he doesn't have the access to some of that. Have you heard his name mentioned at all, though? No. I think I'm the okay. first to say it, so I'll remember that when he's hired. Here's the six names on Athlon. Uh, this is within the last 18 hours. And odds on them. Odds, this is bettexas.com. I guess that's a site. The favorite is Mike Elko, the Duke yeah, head coach. That's the name I've seen everywhere. Plus 350. The second favorite, despite saying he's not going anywhere, is Dan Lanning mm-hmm. at plus 600. That, I think Dan Lanning is really good. Now, he botched the Washington game earlier this year, but I like him. But don't you think if he I was to ever leave Oregon, he's holding out for Bama or Georgia in the future? And he'd have a wild wait, I think, on How Georgia. How long is Kirby going to be That's there? what I'm saying. He'd have a wild wait on Georgia. I don't know how Alabama feels about him. I, I, it would be – like, I don't think Texas A&M is as good of a job as they think it is, but mm-hmm. it is an SEC job. Like, it is. it's a – It is, and there's a lot is a of top money there. a 25 job at least. Uh, but is it better than Oregon? No, that's what Oregon's I'm saying. Oregon's going to the uh, uh, Big Ten. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why he would leave anything for other than he's got maybe money. a couple of those jobs. You he's, know? Got, he's got Phil Knight. Yes. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Kalen DeBear, DeBoer, DeBoer, the Washington head coach. Plus 600, doing a great job. Just don't know if it's a big enough name for those folks. Lance Leipold, plus 900. I Great would be great coach. I, I, I doesn't seem like a fit. I don't think he would want any part of that. Like I, I think he's a very good coach. The money would obviously be interesting to him, but that, that doesn't seem a personality fit for him. And I think he would know that. I mean, they could pay him ten times what Kansas. Oh, absolutely. Lane Kiffin, a, amazing, beautiful. That would fit. be amazing for our lives, our radio shows, mm-hmm. our. For the world, would be amazing if Lane Kiffin would go to Texas A&M. Amazing. Please, think about it, Lane. Uh, Mike Norvell, Florida State. Norvell's is been A&M a, a better name than uh, – well, uh, is A&M a better job than Florida State? My thing with his name being floated around, can you go from Jimbo to him and bring in oh, back-to-back back Florida, Florida State, State guys? I don't think well, you can. I don't think – I'm sure they could pay more. I don't think A&M's a better job than Florida State. It's not. It? It's definitely not, no. But it's in Florida a better State's, conference. I was going to say, Florida State's in a weird situation. That may be why he'd be looking just because of their conference situation, but it's not a better job. It's going to be hilarious if they get 
caught in like a two or three month cycle here where they just can't hire anyone. They got uh, National Signing Day coming up in December. Well, they just chew uh, coaches up and spit them out, so it may be difficult for them to hire someone. But like like we know, money talks, and they've got it. So that's true. Yeah, really, really well said by you. Much like the Susical the musical ad, you just hit it out of the park. Thank you. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Tubby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the Morning Show this hour, brought to you by RK Black. Been in business since 1952. Network solutions, document management, they can help your small and medium-sized business out there in Oklahoma or Kansas, 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, do not drop turkeys from a helicopter. It does not matter what Mr. Carlson says. Turkeys can't fly. Now, don't do that, Noble. Noble's annual day of uh, kindness coming up tomorrow. If you guys know someone uh, that could use a turkey in need. Uh, the turkey giveaway, Southern Hills Baptist Church tomorrow, uh, Penn and 89th there in Oklahoma City, the annual Day of Kindness, 14th annual Day of Kindness. You drop frozen turkeys out of a helicopter, bad things happen. You're just asking for trouble. BK would like the Commanders. Ah, uh, got it. Uh, Sundance, only 20 minutes or so from BYU. It's a great place to stay for the game, this texter oh, says. Wow, I did not know that. Okay. Utah's amazing, man. DC Steve says, I got 31 cents out of the security tray at the OU West Virginia game. Okay. Nice. Left behind nice. by Nice someone. haul. Good haul. <laughs> uh, so Toby did seven push-ups, then stopped to get his dime, LOL. <laughs> Uh, you giving me too much that's, credit. That's, it, was like, uh, five, it was like on the five yeah, I guess it was on the seventh push. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope Toby never finds the bowl of change in my room. That's what this hmm. texter says. You shouldn't have told me about it. You got a name and an address? <laughs> no, there, no. All right. uh, Toby, do you feel like you have a mini jackpot when you see change in a coin dispenser at the convenience store, or is it just the change on the ground thing? Coin dispenser to convenience store. You know how they have some of those stores where the cash register oh, will like, oh, oh. spin like, it out into the little uh, uh, that, or some have that uh, where they release the change into the little dish, you know, and you take your change. Oh, I haven't seen one of those in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those in a while. That you would be don't exciting. steal it out is... of the take a penny, do you? No, I don't, but it is <laughs> it is tempting. Like when you have the little, like at 7-Eleven or whatever, the little thing there that says take a penny, leave a penny, take a nickel, leave a nickel, that one of those things, and there's, you know, there's changes laying in there. I do look at it longingly, like maybe a hungry person would look at a turkey leg or something like that. You know those old Bugs Bunny cartoons where the guy on the island hasn't eaten oh, yeah. once and he's imagining a turkey imagining leg? A big ham sitting there on the yeah. platter, yeah. But I don't ever take that change, no. Jeff from OKC, I think OU fans will not know what to do with BYU fans. They seem like they kill you with kindness, lure you in with brownies and ice cream so that you don't realize they're beating you and making you feel bad for beating them that bad. It will be, well, 
I mean, some people could, some people out there could testify to this. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. How about that? We'll comment on it Monday. I think they are kind of nice people, you know. It's okay to be nice. Yeah, it's the best way to be. Lisa in Norman would like the Cowboys. Safe travels, Toby. Thank you. Got it. Lisa hasn't used the Cowboys yet. Week 11. Nice. It's a TikTok thing, Grandpa. Is that about what Drinkowitz said? Oh, maybe. Huh. I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on grandson. TikTok either. Yeah. So thank you, youngin. For clarifying. I'm for not you. on the TikTok, youngin. So nor would I that, be. That's something that's going around on the TikTok. That uh, I don't know. I'm Drinkwitz just guessing said. that that's what he's talking about. That's we back stand on business. Yeah. Okay. Like, is that some like cool video you guys or you kids are doing today? You're running up to people and saying. We stand on business and then talk it. I just it. want to know, is is this something I can fit into a broadcast? And if so, how do I make it make sense? What like what happens when I go you, you would have stand to, on business? You would have to play Missouri in a bowl game, win that game, and that's your final call. Like Saturday, though, like if Drake scores and makes a nice catch, can I shout, we stand on business? Does that make sense? Well, Drake would be the one standing on business. So wouldn't you say Drake stands on business? He stands on business. Drake stands on business. Stoop stands on business. I don't Stoop know. Stands Does that work? I guess. It's, it's, you would have to gotta... ask the TikTok uh, expert yeah. here if that works. DG stands on business. Did I say that? Well, maybe a really well-designed play, and I go, Lebby stands on business. You don't want to say that. That's going to make people anger mad, the people. You anger the people. BV stands on business. That works. I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I need a youth out there to let me know how to use it properly. Uh, McCade would like the Lions. McCade, if you're listening, does that any of that work? Let us know. Oh, yeah, he's a youth, isn't he? Uh, yes. What is the deal with Bart's and Onions on X? I don't know what that, I don't know what that is. <laughs> hey, by the way. Name. I think it's uh, uh, Burke's boy. Uh, Eli Letterman of Sellout Crowd has tracked down the guy that runs the website. Who and what? Eli Letterman, Dave's son, works for Sellout Crowd. He tracked down the guy who runs the website with the playoff scenarios and stuff. And he's written a story on it. Are you with me now? I'm with you now. He's a 44-year-old actuary from Milwaukee who is a giant Iowa State fan. He's got an electrical engineering degree from Iowa State. He prefers to stay anonymous, did not give his name. Uh, but Eli's written a whole story about him here. And he says the last few days have been crazy. So the guy who created the algorithms, who we cannot figure out a way to have Iowa State control their destiny. Because they don't. Is being argued by an OU fan that the site is built in OU's favor, just to not show that to prove him wrong? Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and Eli does a great job. This is a great article. I'm a little upset at him that he didn't include uh, us in this article because obviously we have – well, Dr. Bame deserves the credit because Dr. Bame reminded me of this site, and then we tweeted it out, and then it took off. 
as far as I know, that was the genesis of it. And uh, he is talking about how usually all his traffic comes around March Madness. But the last few days, he's like, you know, been setting records for hits and all kinds of stuff. So uh, my servers went read. down. It's a good read. I suggest people go check it out. Uh, Sooner Alliance is a in. passionate follower of Iowa State women's basketball. That's hmm. where it started from. He started tracking women's basketball, Big 12 women's basketball conference tri- uh, tiebreakers on a spreadsheet. Then he started doing the same thing for men in the Big 12. Uh, then he, he started a website, and then he decided to expand and do all the conferences in basketball. So Ma! it's kind of grown from there. Ma, the meatloaf! Yes. <laughs> now, come on. Why does he have to be a nerd? Why can't he just be really smart? <laughs> that, sounds, that, that doesn't sound like a guy with a wife and family. He might be in his mom's basement. I'm just, I'm, I apologize. I'm sure he's got a beautiful family. Maybe. I'm he said stereotyping there 30, here. He said there were 35,000 views on Sunday. Uh, that's on par with March Madness. Um, he said that that's with 64 tiebreakers. He said for one league, that's quite a lot of people. Monday, 89,000 views. I mean, I, th- wow. I feel like we were responsible for 88 yeah. of those you're, thousands. You're very much responsible for a Thank lot you. of that, yeah. He's got to start putting ads on there. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Sooner Alliance wants the Lions. Uh, let's see here. Uh, OU Tino wants to know, OU Mizzou and the Cotton Bowl. We stand on business, drink of water. We stand on business, drinks. <laughs> Good morning, guys. I'll take the Washington Commanders this week. Three dog night who controls his own destiny. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Okay. Uh, last one here for this segment. Joe the Plumber is in, and he is also in on the Commanders. Uh, Joe the Plumber. Okay, that's a good pick. No, wait. Um, Joe the Plumber. Yeah, he hadn't picked any Commanders. Okay. Quick break. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, welcome back. You know what I spent a large chunk of my day doing yesterday, Teach, is uh, making volleyball hotel reservations. Oh, a lot of uh, travel coming up soon for you. Yeah, this is the, this is the whole club scene. You know, you get the, you get the list of tournaments. And then I got to tell you, there's a mom on this team this year, though, that is amazing. Like she went and did all the legwork and blocked all the rooms and sent us like a, this this uh, cheat sheet of all the hotels and the dates and the links we click on. It was amazing. But then you have to go in and you have to make all the reservations for all these different tournaments all over the place and everything. So that was a nice large chunk of my day yesterday. But got it done. We're booked. And there goes another bunch of money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. And good luck to Chloe on her club volleyball. She asked me if 
uh, TJ will come to some of her games that are away from no, home. She, and I said, she didn't probably ask not. That. Yeah, she didn't ask probably, you that. Probably not is what I told her. Um, all right, what have we not gotten to yet today, TJ? We got Thunder tonight, Thunder Warriors. No Steph Curry tonight, no Draymond Green. Five-game suspension for the headlock, TJ. In fact, they play in back-to-back games here. No Draymond either game. No Draymond either game. That's justice. Do you remember would, when they cheated us out of the game in uh, Paycom a couple of weeks back? Justice. Yeah, and I would think he wouldn't appeal this this early in the season. So, I mean, maybe he does just to get it reduced. But, oh yeah, I forgot. Maybe can he appeal and then uh, we wait so. while and they then, while they challenge I it. Think we he have, can, maybe yeah. gets to play. May may happen. May happen. That doesn't do us hey, we, we received a name on the text line that I found interesting, and they say that they had heard he was putting together a coaching stable already. He's available, ready to go. Uh, this person thought Gary Patterson is their next guy <laughs> at Texas A&M. Uh, it'd be amazing. That'd be great. I don't think so, but that'd be fun. Um, I eagerly await. I, I, I mean, what's the worst-case scenario? Worst Who do case they hire, and you go, oh, crap. Oh, that you're scared of? Uh, yeah, okay. That would um, do a good job there. That could get Texas A&M to where they think they are. I mean, if they pulled off getting uh, Dabo Sweeney away from Clemson. I mean, that's the oh, name. Man, of all I the names you. you've mentioned, that's the name that would scare. Lanning would, you too. Talk about, like, Dabo to A&M would be amazing because – the golly shucks attitude down there combined with the I don't believe in the transfer portal I think would be a disaster. Yeah, Lanning's the one for me. I think Lanning goes down there and you're kind of like, well, crap. I could see him building that a monster. That might just work. And with uh, Dabo, it wouldn't be a long-term thing. I mean, he's not going to coach – into his 70s, I don't think, or anything. So Lanning would How be a situation where he could set something up. Uh, You're good at this game. You you nailed it yesterday. With I'm going to guess about. he's 58. Dabo Sweeney. We, we should bring back uh, birthdays because it's been a while. You've probably forgot about all of them by now. No, he's younger than I thought. He's only 53. Man, he's way younger than I thought. Mm-hmm. Kirby Smart's 47. Is he Kirby really? Kirby Smart's younger than us? That's what this says. Is this old? Kirby Smart was born in 1975. What? Neither one of those guys have aged well. I look better than both of them. I would have guessed mid-50s for Kirby. I would I would have said 56, 55, 56, yeah. He's 47. Wow. He's going to coach forever. Well, maybe he's those gonna, maybe, he's going to set some records. Maybe those guys are going to be around a little longer than I thought and Yeah, maybe maybe mm. I think Dan Lanning's the name that sca- would scare me. But I don't think you I don't think Dan Lanning goes from Oregon to Texas A&M. I think it's a step down or at least a step sideways. And it's it can't be the money thing for him. It's definitely a step down from what, over the last 20 to 30 years, Oregon has built there and what they've become and the fact that they're going into the Big Ten now. Uh, I think definitely it's a step down. Like the culture at Oregon. Okay, they see twice as many in their football stadium. Okay? Advantage a and But the culture at Oregon feels like it's miles beyond what it is at A&M. 
Doesn't it? Well, miles away and a better culture. I guess if you care about eyeballs, if you care about all that kind of stuff, you know, they are going to the Big Ten, so that's going to help them out a lot. But you're still stuck way out there on the West Coast. If that just wasn't his scene, well, I know he coached at Georgia. Where's Landing from? What's his background? I'm looking it up right now. You're looking it up. Okay. I'm, I'm wikiing him. I trust Wikipedia. Uh, he went to William Jewell College, which is in uh, St. Louis, right? Kansas City. One of those two. It's right here in middle America. Uh, He's had coaching positions at uh, Pittsburgh, Arizona State, Sam Houston State, Alabama, Memphis, Georgia. I mean, if he just hated the West Coast feel, you know, like being out there away from everybody, maybe. But I don't think it's a better – it's not a better program. That's the name, though, for me that I would go, ugh, that might work. They, uh, they they finally did something right. That would be that how you felt work. on that. But you know what? Like it would still it would be fun because Lanning will say things in press conferences and and he he, he would he is a good soundbite. You remember the pregame speech when they played Dion? Mm-hmm. So having him in the conference for for our job would be fun, but for for the sake of beating them, that that might actually work. The Urban Meyer rumor, too, is just a disaster waiting to happen. I mean, we know how Urban works. He's not a long-term guy. You would end up with another coach that you owe $80, $90 million to for a, a significant period of time. I mean, that, that's just a terrible direction to go, in my opinion. Well, I don't trust them not to make terrible financial well, decisions. They've proven, true. they've proven they'll do that. So uh, they'll more than happy get themselves in massive debt again if Urban Meyer will say yes. And again, highly entertaining that would be. Mostly what I care about, TJ, is how the entertainment good it factor. would be for our yeah. talk show. Texas mostly. A&M gives you a lot of sound drops, so you need to continue those. Can we keep playing uh, Jimbo yes, sound drops absolutely. now that he's fired, or yes. do we have to retire those? No, absolutely you keep playing them. Because he goes Clown into media show. now, right? Boy. I don't Clown know. X. Does he have time for the media? Uh, he's got all the ranches to take care of. I don't know. I don't think he can not be in the spotlight, can he? Probably he not. Have to. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. <laughs> I don't cheat and I don't lie. Mm-hmm. Not going to. We're done. He is done. Where's my. If that's the case. He's so good. <laughs> Just let me handle it. I got so many Jimbos. So we can keep playing these? Forever. Yes, those will live forever. If that's the case. <laughs> Maybe somebody should have slapped him. Thank you, Jimbo. You're a beauty. Clown axe. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com.